0: Alright, what did I learn today to become a better communicator? I think this one is actually going to be more focused on things that I thought I did well and I want to do more of, than of things that I thought I was doing badly and I want to correct. Because that's, that's usually the theme of the videos, is things that I'm doing poorly and mistakes I'm making and ways to get better in the future as a communicator, focusing on those things. But overall, thought it was a pretty good day today. I made three different wildfire videos and then I also did a whole bunch of weather forecast hits at the station. So I got a lot of practice in communicating today and I did put some of the things into practice that I've been working on recently. So the first thing that I did today was a wildfire insider video. What that is, it's basically a new video format I'm trying where in the past when I'm making my 10 minute wildfire forecast video which is about just usually one main story of the day and then I do a two minute concise version of that which is basically the tease for it but while I'm researching that video I'm just kind of looking at all sorts of links for I don't know 30 minutes to an hour and what I realized is I can just do that live and that could be a live video and actually could be a little bit more fun for people because they can see I'm basically narrating what I'm seeing and how that makes me think about the wildfire in real time so it's almost kind of like going on a journey with the viewer when I clicked live this morning for the first official wildfire insider conversation I didn't really know what the top stories were It was literally just my research process, where it's like, yeah, let's figure out what's going on, and I didn't get too many, like, questions or comments today, but the idea here is that in the future, it can almost become a community where we're all kind of working together to make, to figure out what's going on with wildfire in California, because I can't possibly find all the information in the world, so people are able to post questions they can do comments if they know something that I don't know they can put that in the chat then I read it and all of a sudden it's part of the video and then now everybody knows it or if they I can't find a good link or they know a link that I don't know then they post it in the chat I can click on it and boom it's part of the video so it's actually a collaborative process and that's why I call it a conversation versus a presentation I will admit, the 10-minute video and the 2-minute videos, those, I try to do it in a conversational way, in the way that I'm speaking. But it is a bit more of a presentation where I have the links, I have the different web pages, I know the structure of the story, and then I basically try to tell the story. This one is a lot more like a conversation because I'm interacting with the live chat and then interacting with the information in real time to try to figure out what's going on. So, definitely like that format. I want to do a lot more of that because it's good practice just talking normally. And, I don't know, it just it feels more collaborative. It feels more like a, a community than me just telling people about wildfire. It's kind of all of us just working together to solve the wildfire problem in California. And that's, that's sort of the goal. You don't want to just do everything on your own. You want to bring people in because as i said in my video today more brains are better than one (laughs) so yep i gotta work on saying the ands buts and sos connecting senses that's a little lesson or something that i definitely need to keep working on when it comes to communication in that same kind of strain so those are repetitive i just did it again Those are repetitive words that I'll sometimes use to string together sentences. The other thing that I sometimes do is repeat phrases. I'll say things like, like I said, or and again, or... Yeah, just there's repetitive phrases that I say over and over again, and that's definitely something that I need to continue to work on in my weather forecasts, especially because I think sometimes in those weather forecasts I'm trying to fill time especially on days where there's not a lot going on I think those are the days where I use the most repetitive phrases it's fine for right now but that won't cut it for much longer I need to get that kind of I don't know it's just it's not good communication I need, I need to get that out of my vocabulary, it's, it's honestly unacceptable, it's, it's time, so that's something to work on, <laughs> and I just did it again, started that sentence with so, overall though today was a good day, I then made, later in the day I made the 10 minute video, then I made the 2 minute video, put out a bunch of different wildfire posts on Twitter, which I'm actually enjoying more of now. You can get kind of creative with those twitter posts and then it's almost just like throwing out a lot of lines and seeing what kind of kind of response you get and it's sort of fun like today i posted a video with a radar and i said looks like it's raining over the mosquito fire can anybody confirm and then all a bunch of people were just commenting saying posting videos and photos showing rain around the lake tahoe and down to the Forest Hill Mosquito Fire area. And then, during my, wild, during my weather forecast, I was able to include that information. I said, you know, we did get some confirmation of some rain around the Mosquito Fire. That's what I'm trying to go for here with this Wildfire Insider idea, with how I should be using Twitter, and maybe even how I should be doing the 10 minute and two minute videos. It's not just me telling people It's a conversation with people. I think that's maybe the number one lesson for today. And I think I'm actually just going to leave it at that because I think that is a good lesson too. That's enough of a goal to keep me occupied for tomorrow. So good job today. Keep going for it.